Hello and welcome to the first ITM podcast. ITM is the Institute of Travel Management and we are the UK Business Travel Industries Not-for-Profit Membership Association. My name is Scott Davis and I'm very fortunate to be the CEO of the association. The ITM podcast will be distributed through all good podcast providers every month, but you probably already know that if you're listening. You don't have to be a member to subscribe and each episode will aim to do three things. Firstly, we will update you on the travel industry and ITM-related news. Secondly, we'll bring you specific educational content on a particular industry issue. And finally, we'll draw your attention to upcoming events and resources you may find beneficial. The whole thing will last about 15 to 20 minutes. Perfect, we hope, for a listen on your commute or anything else you do that takes 20 minutes. So, each time I'll be joined by a member of the ITM Board of Directors or an Associate Director, along with an industry expert speaker to enlighten and inform us. On this launch episode, I'm delighted to be joined by ITM Board Director and Director of Strategic Meetings Management at MYS Meetings and Events, Leanne Fowler, and from the ITM Secretariat team, our Head of Membership, Amy Brooks. Leanne, thanks for helping us with this first podcast. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, It's great to be here and involved on the first ever ITM podcast, so thanks for inviting me. You're very welcome. And hello, of course, also to my colleague, Amy. Hello. Well, it's wonderful to be here. Thanks also for asking me to get involved. How exciting to have a new channel to talk to our members. And Amy, for the benefit of both our listeners and me, what what exactly do you do? (laughs) We do well to ask. I'm obviously making sure that the members are getting the best value from their membership fee. That involves making sure they know what events are up and coming and what resources we've got available. I'm keeping an eye on what's going on behind the scenes, making sure that you're all renewing your memberships and um, introducing you to the right people within the industry to make the best connections. Great. So enough pleasantries. This is a snappy kind of podcast, so we're going to get straight to the content Now, ITM's goal is clear. We are here to educate, inform, connect and inspire the business travel industry. And in a moment, we'll give our reflections on the ITM conference that took place in Brighton. But first, let's cover off some news related to ITM. At conference, we announced a few things, including ITM social events, of course, the ITM podcast and something called ITM mentoring. Um, Mentoring is something which has benefited lots of us in our careers. Um, We've already got the first 10 mentors and mentees linked up together. Um, Leanne. In your illustrious career, how have you benefited from mentoring? I remember my first mentor very fondly. Um, He happened to be my first boss at MYS. Daryl not only shared his knowledge, but created an environment to allow me to be curious and challenge things, but also one that allowed me to practice what I'd learn in a live environment, whether that was with customer meetings or chairing internal meetings. Most importantly, he made the experience fun and despite earning the business, always had his door open. I guess I've been really lucky to have mentors in my business. Um, I have also been part of external groups, but more importantly, as part of ITM, I've gained a network to actually be able to pick the phone up to whether it's buyers or other suppliers and just be able to ask questions and sound out ideas. Um, So it is important to know that mentoring doesn't have to be in your own organisation. Completely agree. And whatever level you're at in your career, uh, you can benefit from mentoring. And being a mentor itself can be amazingly rewarding. Amy, how can ITM members get involved and benefit from ITM mentoring? 
So it was brilliant. We launched the IT mentoring at the conference and I'm just so thrilled that so many people were prepared to share their experience. That means that we've got a huge number of people already signed up as mentors and also some mentees and we're in the process of matching those guys already. But to get involved, you need to drop an email along to mentoring at itm.org.uk and we'll do our very best to start matching up um, the next tranche of people. Excellent. Delighted we've launched ITM Mentoring. In other industry news, uh, there's a new executive director at GBTA. So our global partners have appointed Scott Solombrino. Leanne, we're looking to partner ever more closely with GBTA going forward. Can you give us some examples? Yeah, so we're looking to expand on the success of this year's Strategic Meetings Management Symposium that happens in January and do another event in 2020. And um, We're just looking at planning whether that's a one or two day meeting. I guess as well, in addition to these specific events together we're looking at how we can utilize technology and resource platforms and I guess really just bringing the best of both organizations together to benefit our members from a UK and also global perspective. And Amy talking about member benefit I believe our members can benefit from GBJ membership too. Yeah, absolutely. If you've got an ITM business membership, either a buyer, supplier or an IP, you can benefit from complimentary GBTA membership. That's going to give you discounted delegate rates to attend their educational events. And alongside our own resource centre, it's the world's biggest library of business travel resources. It's such a valuable addition to your ITM membership and it's really straightforward to activate. Simply visit the GBTA website and click on Join GBTA. If you're interested in attending their conference, um, don't forget to activate your GBTA membership first because it's the only way to get the discounted delegate rates. So just finally, thinking about some industry news, at the time of recording, the Boeing 737 MAX is preparing for service re-entry subject to assessments. I just wanted to draw our listeners' attention to our, the section on our website where they can find ITM guidelines and positioning statements. Um, you'll find that on the Industry Affairs Group page of ITM, that's IAG, um, and you'll see our suggestions on what uh, buyers and suppliers might want to be thinking about when it comes to transportation safety. Okay, so let's get down to the main part of our podcast this time around which is reflecting on the ITM conference and the theme was elevate this year we had a record 535 delegates join us and we'll take a few moments to share the highlights Leanne first of all from an ITM point of view what was the objective of the event so this year's theme focused on three key areas we wanted to help our members elevate their travel and meetings program within their organization support elevate their travel industry knowledge and skills through great content but I guess more importantly peer-on-peer networking and lastly um, elevate their own personal profile and career progression. We know the industry part is hard so the team works incredibly hard to combine great speakers content and of course fun-packed evenings to make it a conference to remember so we were always delighted to review the feedback that we received this year um, not only record-breaking numbers but record-breaking feedback as well. So the event lasts a couple of days doesn't it and for those that were able to join us for the win it session and nightcaps the night before even longer what were your highlights and takeaways this year? Oh, really tough. Um, Good question. I particularly enjoyed supporting with the First Timers programme. I'm sure everyone remembers their first time at conference, how many questions they had, how they felt, actually often not knowing anybody. So I thought that was a fantastic initiative. 
from an early morning yoga class in the sky on the BAI 360 to seeing new faces speaking on breakout sessions and actually just sharing their own stories, whether it be on a personal or a program perspective. It was actually great to see people taking part in the conference um, and in some cases speaking publicly for the first time. So overcoming their own barriers. In the main plenary, it was interesting to hear Alex Cruz talk on how in a world where tech is, I guess, transforming the industry and a big part of many organisations, they still had a huge focus and investment in their people. So I guess for me, a theme and ringing back to the theme of Elevate, my takeaways were to take on a new challenge for this year try something you haven't tried before or push yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, with some of the speakers that we heard, anything's possible when you put your mind to it. Agree. And I think we were really pleased with the well-being uh, pieces we introduced this year. Did you do the yoga, Leanne? Yes, I did. Nice early start uh, up at 6am in my Lycra at 6.30, uh, ready to board the uh, i360. Shame we missed that one. I, mean, I was running along the promenade at the same time. So I agree with all those highlights. I think my personal highlight was the contribution of Henry Fraser. And for those that don't know, Henry suffered an accident whilst on holiday as a teenager and lost the use of his arms and legs. Um, but his powerful message of accept what is and adapt was really inspiring. Um, and he he got a standing ovation from the audience, didn't he? You could hear a pin drop in the room. Yeah, it was incredible. I think the thing I love to see the most is the way our members interact together. They really do enjoy each other's company. Um, and some of them don't like it when the conference ends. They want it to continue. But also great for us to have celebrity hosts on both nights this year with Radio One Scott Mills on the party night and, of course, Vernon Kay for the gala dinner. And Amy, conference is such a great chance for us to interact with our members. How was it for you? I absolutely love the conference. Um, the run-up to the event itself sees the biggest number of inquiries into the Secretariat. So I get a real feel for the hot topics that members are hoping are going to be covered and that we can incorporate into the content. It also gives me a brilliant opportunity to interact with the delegates before we even arrive on site. So when they arrive at that welcome desk and I'm there to greet them, it's so lovely to be able to just follow off the conversations that we've already started meeting new faces, um, seeing everybody interacting with one another and industry colleagues all getting together for the first time in a little while is always really, really lovely to see. I love the gala dinner and the entertainment. It's my responsibility to run the awards and the gala dinner at night. So to see that come to fruition after all the months and months of hard work that's gone into all the content um, is just so lovely. And then everyone letting their hair down those of us who've got a bit of hair to let down offensive <laughs> intended yeah it's really really great the snapshot of that silent disco that's just a memory that I treasure year on year and um, it carries me through to the next year because there is no rest for the wicked we do start planning from literally the minute that we start it's quite an undertaking isn't it a lot of work by the whole team and of course our board and associate directors help us so much with the event too um, I think it was nice that we're able to finish in the expo this time round with a stage in there to give more recognition to our sponsors and also uh, an amazing talk on diversity with a slightly different take from Caroline Strachan, which our members really enjoyed as well. So, of course, we're starting to work now on next year's conference, uh, putting together the theme. So um, what do we think about next year's conference? What do we need to do? Make it bigger and better. Just no, like that. No, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny, while everyone's on their way home from conference, the team and I are quietly um, panicking about how we're going to do next year better. It's um, it's something we're really proud of, but it's something that requires a lot of work. And uh, yeah, we've got to get cracking, haven't we, Amy? We have, we have. 
So as we go towards the close of the podcast, Amy, we put on a lot of events throughout the year, not just conference. I think there are more than 40 events which we provide for members each year. Can you take the listeners through just a few examples in case they want to get involved? Yeah, so you can find all the events on our event calendar on the website. As Scott said, there's about 40 that we run each year. So there's something for everybody there, buyers and suppliers. And they range from um, the regional summits that we put on to workshops, showcases and um, huddles. So just to touch on a couple of those, the buyer huddles provide just brilliant opportunity for peer-to-peer networking, benchmarking your suppliers and your programme and an opportunity to just have a closed room chat with people who are in the same position as you. Um, similarly with showcases, the opportunity to get out the office, just one day out the office to review a host of suppliers is just invaluable. Um, and it's not just about seeing what's going on with the suppliers that are there, but talking to your colleagues about what might become up and coming, things that you want to ask, direct questions that you want to find out what's being brought to the industry. Really, really valuable networking opportunities. I think as well from a supplier side, there's such a varied calendar from training through to just actually been able to um, network with our peers and the opportunity to speak to buyers as well so particularly for my side I enjoy the in the mind of the buyers and some of the showcases because it just allows us to look at hot topics and discuss collectively as an industry um, what next steps look like and what opportunities look like for us moving forward great so we are recording today's podcast from the ey head office where itm chair karen hutchins is based and karen's been an amazing chair to itm for the last two years so um, itm chairmen and women can take the position for two to three years and we'll shortly begin the process to recruit a new chair which is um a really important Uh, process for ITM. I think Karen will be the first to say that she's gained as much from doing the role as she's been able to give back and that's a lot. Um, The ITM chair has to be a buyer but doesn't necessarily have to be an existing member of ITM. So if uh, any buyers out there are interested in helping us shape the industry and the impact of the association please do get in touch with us. You can find our contact details on the website. So with future podcasts coming up, which I'm hoping I'll sound more relaxed on, Leanne, what kind of subjects will we be covering? We've got a number of great topics in the library at the moment. We, of course, um, to ensure that we make them relevant, the final cut will be sided a little bit nearer to recording. Some of the topics include well-being, which includes diversity. NDC does appear in there as well, as, as well as lots of other exciting hot topics and trends. Hang on a minute, NDC, some of our listeners would ask us not to cover that subject. Why are we looking to do that? Yeah, no, I would agree. I'd be with the eye rollers as well. It's kind of like the unicorn of the industry, right? We're talking about it. However, um, has anybody ever seen anything? Although I am informed that things have progressed. Following an IATA business travel summit on NDC in one order, it actually appears that all NDC that we've been talking about for a long time might actually have something happen. I think that's a fair comment. I think all allies are going about it in a different way, but there is definitely quite a lot to say now and real progress being made. So one of our upcoming podcasts will definitely be covering that subject. And we'll do it in a way that's palatable in the ITM style as well. So no need to be boring. (laughs) Okay, so Amy, where can our listeners go to find out more about ITM? So the ITM website has got a wealth of information on it. It's itm.org.uk. You can find out all about the events I've mentioned, the resource calendar. And we've just launched, alongside this podcast, we've also launched webinars. So there'll be some new resources there for you to access. Great. So if you've enjoyed the ITM first podcast 
then please do rate and share on the podcast stores. Our next edition will be coming out in the next few weeks. And I'd like to say a really big thank you to Leanne and to Amy for helping me do the very first one. How was it? Terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Exciting. Exciting. Let's go with that. Okay. So thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time.